welcome. Should we show the photo of you? Look at my poop stain. I think I have parallel poop stains. You think they're sweat stains or poop stains? No, it's it's um something from work. When you pooped at work. Well, I got like condensed milk or something on my pants and then went like this. Because I sit <laughs> I sit like this pretty frequently. Anywho, um, hello everybody. How's everybody feeling? I know Carl's doing great. How many episodes in are we? Again, you I said think the number. this is 23 or 24. That's pretty crazy. 20? That's a... T- and we haven't missed a week yet. I mean, that's... I've definitely fallen off. I haven't, like... There's been a couple weeks where I've missed clips. Yeah. Um, but, you know. But, hey, man. I was thinking about that the other day, about, like... I think you said it. Anything that you do consistently enough is bound to catch some sort of traction you know yeah and i've been thinking about it as like with my music and stuff like that because you know now i'm ep's out singles are done i'm like moving on to the next thing and uh you know i can't i mean the the ep is doing moderately well comparatively to like my past releases but you know comparatively to what are you excited to do differently this time? Next project. Finish it quicker. Finish it quicker. I mean, I said it on the podcast, but like hindsight let me like prove to myself that I can make a song like in a reasonable amount of time. There's less good and bad decisions to be made. And just, maybe it's, yeah, just it's making more, decisions and rolling with them. Yeah, it's more lateral movement. Yeah, I, l- I listened to... Um, one of my, one of my demos today, which mm-hmm. I shouldn't call a demo because it's not a demo, but, and, um, I mean, obviously I pour a lot of time into like mixing before it's time to mix and that pesky habit, but really sounds it's there. Like you, like what you've demo? been saying, Rose champion, this fucking guy, <laughs> Carl, like, Recorded this song and it's like done. And then he was gonna go in the studio, and I was like, "Oh, what are you doing in the studio?" He's like, "Well, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-record the drums." Yes. And you know what? And I've been because I've been there. I've been there. And the only reason I was, I mean, I was harsh, but in like a funny way. But the only reason I was so harsh of like, "You're a fucking idiot. You don't need to redo your drums." It's because I've been there before. And then you spend, and it doesn't work. It's not. It a, never it's works. Not, it's not that it's like, oh, you could do that, but it's a waste of time. It's it's a waste of time, and it's not going to be any better. Yeah. It's just going to be different. It never for no works. reason. Um, I think I did. I just clip the microphone. I, I'll just be. Anywho, it's okay. Yeah, I don't know, but um, but yeah. yeah, I'm excited to do things faster. Anything uh, else? Trust my instincts. Just. And I also have realized that, you know, I think I can tell when songs are good right off the bat. Like, my own songs, I mean. Like, when I write it, when the first, like, four-bar loop happens, uh, I can tell, like, that's going to be cool. That's a song. I know it's going to be a song. And I've definitely, in the past, gotten, like, small demos and four-bar loops that I, like, force into a song Mm -hmm. and that ends up being like 
I have to add a fuckload of layers and stuff like that and really, really hyper focus on small things to get to convince myself that it's a good song. So I'm going to be really ruthless in my decision making process for my songs, I think. Like, if it's not vibing, I'm I'm over. No, see ya. Goodbye. All right. Okay. But once you're gonna shelf a lot more things, you think? Yeah, but I'll just like repurpose them later. Mm. You know, like yeah. the ideas or whatever. But then once I do get a song, I'm just gonna try and fucking rip it up quickly. Just sprint to the end because I've you know there's just that. Got to get more at bats, you know. More at bats, and also there's just a fucking there's a ticking time bomb of creativity you can't sit with something for so long the second you get that creative bug and you're like oh shit this is cool from that moment on the longer you spend on it is you're just gonna start to not like it as much and when you don't like the creative things you're making there is no fucking point Noah and i were talking about that the other day out by out in the backyard um we're talking about just like Working hard or whatever, fucking grind culture shit and like mm-hmm. how in creative endeavors it's not as simple as just fucking putting in the man hours. Because with creative works, if you don't like it, there's it's going to suffer and there's no point in doing it, you know, because it's so subjective. Yeah. So... Yeah, not only will it make you miserable, but nobody's going to give a fuck because humans have a very good ability at, or a good sense of like when you are also excited about something versus just like faking it. That definitely. But like also it's it is fucking soul crushing to pour your heart and soul into something and not be proud of it. Not be, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other layer. I was gonna say it's a like, you put so much time and effort into these songs, and you end up hating it, and then like, or or even if you don't hate it, and then to see it not do super well, it's it's taxing. I mean, I'll. It's not like I'm gonna stop making music, but holy shit, is it not fun to fucking put out a song and have it like less than a thousand streams? You know, it's not. It's not fucking fun. So, that being said, like, if I'm going to be doing music and making music or whatever, like, if I'm not having fun in the process, get fucked. Yeah. You know? Right. You have to have some sort of, like, reward somewhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And if you're not, yeah. I hear you. I feel you, dog. But also on the same side, the same side of the coin, other side of the coin, it kind of loops in with what I was saying before about, uh, doing something long enough that you're bound to get some sort of traction, you know, just put out the EP, feel good about it, excited about it, but it is a little bit, you know, like, uh, all right, that was a lot of work. Now I'm back to square one and I'm kind of, I'm a little bit more, I'm definitely more ahead than I was, but it is like, fuck, all right, here we go again. And, uh, you know, it's like that stupid fucking meme that everyone knows where it's like chopping away to find diamonds and like the one guy gives up and he's like that close oh yeah and he turns back it's stupid but it's so fucking true you just gotta keep trucking you gotta un uh wavering 
tunnel vision. Sick. And listen to your gut, eat your vegetables, and go to the gym. Yes. What do you think about all this uh, Writers Guild stuff? It's pretty crazy now that SAG's a part of it because what sucked about this whole strike is that, like, it wasn't working. (laughs) And that, like, the writers went on strike and all of the studios were like, well, fuck them. They already wrote it anyways. We'll just fucking keep filming it. And now SAG is like... No, we're not fucking doing this. And now Kevin Bacon's in the fucking picket line and shit. Kevin Bacon? Yeah, it's just like now all the fucking star power is in on it, too. They already were. They were like, we support writers. I'm going to go to work. (laughs) But now they're striking, too. And um, do you think now now they have to fucking pay attention? You know? Yeah. So I think it's going to work now. But I I had no faith in the Writers Guild before yeah. you know i mean i think they would have reached some sort of deal but the compromise would not have been in their favor and now i kind of am thinking the opposite because you know i mean it fucking sucks but i think the reality of the situation is like you know now fucking ryan reynolds is on strike in the middle of deadpool yeah like that's a lot bigger of a deal than fucking the writers not being on set yeah. you know so i think that uh I've had two thoughts about this thing. I'm not super well informed about it, but um, my one thought I asked, I think I asked this to you, but I'm just going to pose it to our listeners. Maybe you can fill me in. We obviously live in Los Angeles where working actors and working writers and stuff like that. When I say like working actors, I mean people who do like background work and commercials. Not, I'm not talking about like movie stars. I'm talking about just working middle class actors. That's a big part of our economy and the community, right? There's a lot of people who do that. So when we hear that the writers or, or actors are on strike, it's very much in like our backyard and everyone's talking about it and blah, 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 blah. I wonder if the rest of the country looks at this as just some other like stupid, like, oh, these fucking LA rich fucking actor people. Like, uh, what do they want? More money? You know what I mean? I wonder if you guys think that. Or if you guys are also like, yeah, you know, like... Yeah. Um, Go Writers Guild. Tough to say. I don't think it was as big of a deal to other other places in the world when it was just the writer's strike. But now it's big. Because Deadpool, Deadpool's on halt. That's what I'm saying. Now it's going to... Because it's like, yeah, there's so much more attention because the actors are... They're literally called the stars. So yeah. the fucking... Obviously, it's going to garner more national attention. Mm. I also think it's going to be a lot more of what you just said. Like, people being like, fuck those people. They make million dollars, millions of dollars a year. Why are they fucking striking? Well, but I- it's... It's once you look into the details of it, it's it's you have to look into like who they're trying to support it. Ryan Reynolds is not upset with how much he's getting paid. No, it's the working class. It's the fucking working class actors. And there's fucking millions of them here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe not millions. Hundreds of thousands, though. That's a fucking easy estimate. Um, And yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if this is the place where we where, you know, anybody that's listening wants to hear the nitty gritty details, but I'll just state the 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 hot topic of the fucking Screen Actors Guild 
strike is that fucking shit that Colin was telling us about with uh, the AI oh, scanning yeah. of the faces. So for, I'll quick explain it for y'all. Um, Colin, our faithful producer, who's not even here right now, uh, <laughs> he does background acting work. And one of the gigs he did, he got paid for. Wa- one of the things that he did was he got sat down and it's kind of like a big sphere of multi cameras and they're taking photos and scans of your face and all these different angles. And it's to, it was preparing for uh, AI to be able to use your likeness and kind of generate you as a person, as a background actor and other works. So if there's 20,000 people running from a tornado in Sharknado 5, they'll just superimpose Colin running away from the tornado instead of hiring Colin as a real actor whenever Sharknado 5 gets made, hypothetically. Um, So they've already begun doing this, which I don't think a lot of people realize, is that it's not something that they... Are going to do. They haven't been allowed to do it. They've started scanning people's faces and paying them for that day of work with the intention of never bringing them back to do more work. It's already started, but... That's what Screen Actors Guild is trying to halt right now, um, or at least figure out a way to properly compensate people for using their likeness in the future. But you know, it would be sick if you know every time someone got their likeness used, they, you know, just take a book out of Spotify's page out of Spotify's book. You know, point. It'd probably be like point two yeah. cents Some every time you're like residual of your fucking likeness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. It should be more than that, but I'm just saying that's probably what it's gonna fucking be. Some most, bullshit most likely, because there is no laws about it right now. I mean, the music laws around streaming fucking suck, but at least they exist. They got better you know? with the, with the Music Modernization Act and shit like that, but um, they're still completely fucking stupid and yeah. not up to date. Like, just the thing that sucks about that, and I guess all laws, is it's like it's it's like uh, it's vernacular and it's fucking like loopholes in like the licensing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really difficult to close up those loopholes when new technology is coming out at such a fast rate, you know. Yeah, I mean, and the other reality is is that there, uh, it's all it's always going to be a compromise, and the people that are on top are going to remain to be on top, no matter how hard you try. There is no tackling of the establishment that's going to happen from this. It's just, it might be a little bit less shitty, but um, I thought about that too. I was like, damn. I mean, the strike is a strike, and obviously strikes can yield good results, but I don't know. Fucking, when all of these productions got halted, now that, you know, like you said, like now that Ryan Reynolds is in it and shit like that, it's got a lot of attention, which makes it more powerful. But before doing like the, just the writing strike, all it was, it wasn't affecting like the stars or like the big fucking execs or people who are writers and executive producers and stuff like that it was just affecting like small people in the industry yeah i kind of felt like really still is bro you know you fucking joey you know him Mm -hmm. yeah he builds fucking sets for a living he's a fucking production guy actually i didn't fucking know that jake um from the whatever we want podcast shout out jake great homie of ours uh, he was i just saw a clip of them talking about it and that was his exact point he's like obviously i stand with like the the writers guild and the fucking what is a sag that's what it's mm-hmm. what it is and sag. sag but he's like i feel bad for like cameramen 
Yeah, and, like, dude, they're not getting compensated for fucking shit. And a yeah. lot of those guys are fucking 1099 fucking contractors. They don't have shit. Nobody's looking out for them. I mean, there is union work for those guys, but a lot of people aren't union, you know? Um, yeah, it's fucked. It's super, super, super fucked. Um, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's a good thing. And it is something that should happen because they are fighting for people that deserve to be like fought for, but they're not fighting for everybody on the bottom. They're fighting for a specific aspect of it. And, um, yeah, it's not good. You think the movie industry is going to, uh, be mostly in like Atlanta or something like that in the next little bit? No, I mean it like the business will never leave Hollywood. Yeah. Productions are already moving out of LA a lot. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I uh, know. Unless it's a small budget production that takes place in LA, then it still makes sense to do LA. But like the days of like shutting down an entire street in LA is Well now they do it in fucking done. Atlanta. We saw it. Yeah. Joker Joker didn't leave though. Joker was Joker fucking was right LA. in Hollywood. Yeah. They yeah. That was pretty cool. But yeah. um but yeah, no, I mean, um, yeah, it's going to move like it's going to be all over the place. Yeah. Um, is there like a like a writer's guild for like musicians, like something equivalent? Um, I want to say yes. Is there like a musician's union? I want to say that there is, but I don't know how um that would work i don't know exactly what aspect of the industry it is i'd be willing it's to not bet like an artist's union no. it might be like a session song. musician i was thinking thing like songwriters or, like, or songwriters yeah but um i'm not sure maybe we'll we'll fucking do some research and fucking check in on that we, next time i probably won't do any research uh Speaking of writers, I have my songs. Last week I got cut off because my fucking phone died. But I'm coming at you hot and heavy with my list of songs that you should fuck with that you might not know. First one, Juno Dream is the name of the artist. To the Moon is the name of the song. It's like, what's that fucking... It's got like it's like a drum machine, but it's got that like fake clave. I think Mac DeMarco uses it. Oh yeah, the CR seventy eight Roland CR seventy eight. Now I'm not great at like hearing a drum machine and hearing, but it sounds if it's not that, it sounds very similar. It sounds like some fucking Mac DeMarco shit, and it's just like kind of droning, and it's got this really like open guitar tuning on acoustic guitar and really spacey vocals. Um, and I was really fucking inspired by it, and uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Are you talking it. about the same drum machine that like I have all the samples for that I've been? I don't uh, know. Here, I'll mute the thing so we don't get fucking copyright. But listen. Okay. What's that? Yeah, it's the yeah. That's a it's the CR78 or yeah. something similar. Like something. those samples were programmed into multiple drum machines for a long mm -hmm. time, but it's it's pre 808. Yeah. So to the moon by Juno Dream. Check it out. I'm gonna grab my phone. All right, check it the fuck out, motherfuckers. Next on the list here, um, this is Comatose by Lohum. Lohum is a band that, where are they from? I'll read you their bio. 
Loham, the kaleidoscope creation of artist Colin Desha. Um, you know what? I'm not going to read this because I'm fucking, I think I'm What's dyslexic. What's the song? It's called Comatose by Loham. Oh, he's from a uh, Hawaiian native now residing in LA. Interesting. Um, Loham, Comatose, it's got what uh, fucking like this really like ooh, uh, wavy synth sound. It kind of like reminds me, the synth reminds me of what's that fucking Olivia Rodrigo song? What's that fucking Olivia Rodrigo song? I'm not the person to ask. I don't know. Have you ever listened to that record? Yeah. Shout out to her and her fucking songwriters and producers. They they did a, a good fucking job. Cause I'm I'm real quick to fucking shit on a Disney star turn musician. And obviously, you know, like she had a lot of fucking help, but fuck. Good, good fucking on them. See you, wallet. Next song. I told you I was coming in hot. I should probably save some for next week or some shit like that. Um, this Feel one, free. This one is fucking uh, totally... You guys probably know it, but That's Where I Am by Maggie Rogers. I didn't know who the fuck Maggie Rogers was. Really? I, Are you serious? Dude, you never I, saw the video nope. of Pharrell Williams crying at NYU? Nope. What? I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. That's how Maggie Rogers is like a fucking thing. Like, what the fuck was he crying about? Pharrell, Pharrell Williams. Uh, I know him. I'm aware. Yeah, with the hat, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, anyway, he fucking did like a outreach, like NYU audio engineering thing. Right. And and a, a couple of students were picked to like go and be in part of this fucking thing where they played him their music they had been working on as part of the as part of their like senior project or whatever the fuck they were doing. And uh, it was like all filmed for NYU purposes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they put it out on YouTube and Maggie Rogers played the song Alaska in its like then form like whatever demo form it was in or or in progress form and he fucking like cried and was like really emotionally moved by it shit and that's why maggie rogers is at all a thing is because she like played a fucking demo while she was still in college and well she's still fucking killing it because yeah. that song, was way back in like 2014 probably. i think this might this record that uh that song is off of is very is she's pretty old she's so much she's so much more than just that video but that's like the claim to fame yeah you know um and then the last one i'm gonna give these guys a fucking shout out because they're like i think let me see how many monthly listeners they have i think they're real quote unquote low way higher than me but low in the grand scheme of things yeah like forty five thousand monthly listeners scotch mist um i follow them on uh instagram I don't know who the guy is who plays bass, but I've seen videos of him playing bass, and he's fucking killer. My favorite song by them is Breathe Underwater. Very catchy. Very interesting. Um, it's pretty polished production style-wise, but it's like still really... It's kind of like psychedelic, like really polished psychedelic music. Cool. Psych pop kind of shit. You yeah. got any? Yeah. Songs? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do like an album. I mean, the song that I listened to that made me find these guys uh, was it's called Darker Time, Darker Space. It's by a band called Elephant Stone. You know them? Uh, Elephant Stone, no. What? Darker Time, Darker Space. I was just going to, damn, Carl. 
I, Sounds right I, up honestly, your alley. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I had no idea that was the name of the song because I just heard this. Sounds the s- like Carl's fucking Tuesday. <laughs> I heard <laughs> I heard the I heard the song and I just liked it and added it to my liked songs cuz I've just been like very I've been on my shit making sure I add things to my liked songs for this purpose. Yeah. So I don't have to think about it and I can just go back and see what my top couple of songs are. And I never looked at what the name of the song was, and then I every time I went in to listen to it, I just looked at the picture mm-hmm. of the. So I honestly didn't know that this was the name of the song. Well, but anyway, "Darker Time, Darker Space" by Elephant Stone, and then I put on the whole album one day at work, and the whole album's sick. It's fucking just the most psych rock, psych rock you can get. It Heard. fucking Love sounds that. like fucking. 2012 to 2014 Tame Impala. It's, they fucking should have been a Desert Days type shit. Mm. You know, they sound like mm. a fucking compressor vibrato space echo fucking band and it's yeah they're just sick you know it's great this album's from 2020 it's called hollow um but i did briefly listen to some of their other music and it's also really cool i mean fucking look at the picture it's i'll just just put it up i'll just put it up (laughs) it's a guy on the moon playing sitar (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. They got like a hundred thousand monthly listeners and they're fucking sick putting out new music. Fuck yeah. Been around since looks like 2013. Was there? Ooh, 2009. Damn. Yeah. These guys have been around the block. They we have, s- we have like no time, but I'm going to ask you this quest- quick question. What do you think about like getting old and like getting famous when you're old? Um, it's funny. I've been thinking less shitty about that. Me too. Um, I think it's because I'm getting older. I think I'm just compensating in my head. Yeah. Um, so, you know my favorite. Two minutes. You know my favorite. Uh, Example my fa- is Anderson Pack. No, 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 no. Uh, well, yes, yeah. Actually, he's a pr- fucking perfect example. However, uh, you know my new favorite fucking obsession, LCD sound system. Mm. Uh, the fucking first album that they're fucking that they came out with. He, he was thirty five years old when that came out. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he had a very established career as a DJ in New York City, but he was like underground, and he the LCD sound system and him becoming famous on a national level happened after like after the fact. What do you guys think? I'm twenty five years old. Am I washed? Carl is. You're twenty five, right? Allegedly. Is Carl washed? Are we washed in the next four years? In the next five years? Nah. I think as long as you don't lose your hair, it's fine. Facts. They say you're not getting any younger, but also the 30s are the new 20s, so. And the new, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.